Welcome to Marksman, a podcast for men who have been marked by Christ and who are aiming their lives at Christ-likeness. I'm Mark Spellman, your host, and so glad you hit the play button and just decided to take a few minutes today with me as we just press into the Word of God and we just continue our study, digging into the truth of God's Word as we see the connection between faith and obedience, that, that this is all about the obedience of faith because it's all about the trust that's demonstrated through our faith. This has been about trust from the beginning. You know, I've heard it said that one of the greatest pains is to be distrusted. This is, you know, when you consider like for parents, you know, one of the greatest pain a parent experiences is when they don't have the trust of their children. And you flip that, one of the greatest pleasures is when as a parent you have the trust of your children. And that's what was lost in the garden was trust. And that's what was restored in the life of Jesus was trust. And that trust is demonstrated when we do life God's way. That's called obedience. That's obedience to the way. It's following and the example that Jesus gave us as a man to do life God's way. And he brought grace and truth so that you and I could not only have truth and the standard and what's right, but then the grace to do it, the grace to live it. And we're going to look at a scripture today in Romans chapter 4 concerning Abraham, whom scripture calls the father of our faith. Hey, I think this would be worth our time here today. He's the father of our faith. And let's see that connection between grace and faith and truth so that you and I can be stirred up and encouraged and, and just gain some understanding so that in our everyday life, we can live just like Jesus. And we can even follow some of the patriarchs all through Hebrews 11. These men are highlighted by God. Well, men and women, but several men in Hebrews 11 highlighted and commended by God because of their faith. You read Hebrews 11, it says, by faith, Abraham, by faith, Moses, by faith, David, by faith, Enoch, by faith, Noah. Well, what does that mean by faith? This wasn't theology. This wasn't theology in their life. This was a life they were living. Their faith was relational. Their faith, they were in relationship with God and not any kind of relationship. They were in covenant relationship. And so there was a trust they demonstrated because they knew God's commitment to them so they could give an un, uh, a completely unfettered trust back because they see how committed God is to them. And I'm telling you, we're looking back 2,000 years and we see the cross of Jesus Christ, how much more committed could God be to us. So there should be, there should be no, uh, I don't know, no uh, res- uh, backing away from you and I trusting him. If he didn't withhold Jesus, he's not going to withhold anything that you and I need. Romans 8 declares it. So let's go to Romans 4. And I want to read verse 16. I'm going to read it in the Amplified, Romans 4, 16. It says, therefore, inheriting the promise is the outcome. See, God wants us to inherit the promise, not earn the promise. See, God's promise of you and I being just like Jesus, being formed and fashioned into the image of Christ, it's our destiny, Romans 8, 29. We've all been predestined to be uh, formed into the image of Christ himself. This promise is not the result of of natural effort, 
natural discipline. Just get in there and, and discipline yourself. It's the result of inheriting it. It's, we, we receive it as a gift. In other words, the seed of Christ put in us that can actually author that life, that seed was a gift. I didn't earn that seed, but I simply believed on him who offered it, and I received it. And that's what Romans 10, 9 and 10 says. If you receive Jesus, believe in your heart, confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, you shall be saved. Because what happens is you receive the seed, the seed of the divine nature, the Christ. He comes in. Holy Spirit comes back into mankind and he comes personally into your life. So therefore, inheriting the promise is the outcome of faith. It depends entirely upon faith. Now, our series title here is called The Obedience of Faith. Because why? This whole thing depends entirely on faith. Faith is a, is a word, again, that demonstrates trust. I like to give this example. You know, I'm sitting on a chair because I have faith that's going to hold me. I would, I would not have sat on this chair to come to you today if I didn't believe, believe that this chair would hold me. That's faith, right? But that's not the same kind of faith that we're talking about when we're having faith in God. See, this faith is based upon just information, just some natural facts. That, you know, I, I see the construction. I've sat in it before. I got faith. I can sit in it. No, the faith of the Bible, when it says have faith in God, it's not just informational faith. It's not just theological faith. This is a relational faith that God authored. He authored that faith in us because he showed how much he loved us. He showed his commitment to us. He showed his sacrificial love while we were yet sinners. He laid down his life, the life of his son, to redeem us, to rescue us, to restore us, to forgive us. He relationally invested into you and I before we ever said yes. But he gave us that opportunity to say yes. And I hope you've said yes to Jesus in your heart. He goes on to say, Therefore, inheriting the promises, Romans 4.16, Amplified, classic, inheriting the promises, the outcome of faith, it depends entirely on faith or trust. We've got to trust what he said. We've got to trust what he did. In order that it might be given as an act of grace. So you see now this beautiful symphony of faith and grace. We trust what he did. And then what he did gets put into us. And it gives us the ability to do what he did. But it starts with him and it finishes with him. He's the author and he's the finisher of all that takes place in this relationship. He's the author and the finisher of the life. But it's by, it, it depends entirely on faith in order that it might be given as an act of grace. Amplified says unmerited favor. And that's good. We didn't deserve it. We didn't earn it. In fact, I heard this one time. It's impossible to be gracious to someone who feels like they deserve it. And boy, do we live in a day and age where there's so much entitlement. People just feel entitled. They just feel like everybody owes them something. And if they don't get, get what they think they deserve, man, they're all out of sorts. They're angry. They're frustrated. They're, they're not even, they're just so unstable. Have you noticed how unstable people are? 
<laughs> have you have you ever had times in your life when you just feel so unstable? What you're going to see here today, this is going to be a stabilizing word, a stabilizing truth that what God did by grace through faith is going to stabilize us and not put us up and down, up and down based on what they do and what they don't do, what they say, what they don't say, how you feel, how you don't feel. All those variables no longer govern your heart. Those variables no longer govern your focus and your vision and your faith in God. So he did it so that it would be based entirely upon faith, so that it could be given as an act of grace, unmerited favor, to make it... Now I'm reading the Amplified, what I just preached. I kind of got ahead of myself. <laughs> to make it stable. He wants this inheritance this promise, this life that you and I live as we press towards Christ's likeness. He wants that promise, that outcome to be based entirely upon faith because he wants to give it as an act of grace. You're not going to earn it. I'm not going to earn it, but we can receive it. We can yield to it. We can humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God and allow him to do it in us and then through us to make it stable, valid, and guaranteed. Man, take those words today. Stable, valid, guaranteed. Why did God do it this way? What is the genius of God? What is this hidden wisdom of God? He was doing it by faith or and by grace and through faith. Why? So that it would be stable, so that it would be valid, and that it would be guaranteed to all his descendants. In other words, it could be available to anyone who would just simply humble themselves and receive God's way of doing things and just humble themselves and just look at the life of Jesus and say, that's the life I'm called to live. That's the way. That's the truth. That's the life. It's Jesus. The man, Jesus, showed us what man was meant for, man was destined for, man was from the beginning, and now man has been restored. He came so that it would be stable, valid, and guaranteed to all his descendants, not only to the devotees and adherents of the law, but also who share the faith of Abraham, who is thus, therefore, the father of us all. So what's he talking about here? Obviously, Abraham, out of his loins came the nation of Israel, a physical nation, a physical family, came forth from the loins of Abraham. He's, the, he's Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Jacob becomes Israel. Israel grows forth generation after generation after generation into a massive family, a nation. And so here now, through that seed of Abraham, Jesus comes to then take everything that was done in that old covenant, fulfill it, and then offer himself as the Lamb of God, and then be received up into heaven. And he brings you and I with him, and he makes of the two people, you read about in Ephesians chapter 2, he took the two people and he made us one new man in Christ Jesus. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. And so we share this faith of Abraham. Just like the Jews, they have to believe on Jesus. A Gentile has to believe on Jesus. But once either of us, 
Jew or Gentile, believe on Jesus, believe in our heart, confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus, we then come into this family, this life, this way, this truth that Jesus came to restore in humanity. And he did it this way. He did it by grace and he did it through faith so that it could be what? Stable. It's not up one day, doors open today, closed tomorrow. No, it's stable. You can count on Jesus. He's always there. Faith is always available to you and I. We can always choose to believe. Grace is always there to empower us, to come behind us, to come underneath us, to come upon us, to strengthen us. He did it by grace through faith. That's how we were saved, Ephesians 2. By grace through faith, not of works. Man, we love to work for it, men, don't we? And work's good. God gave man work, but he didn't want us to ever, ever, ever work for righteousness. Work for right stand. No, he wanted us just to be who he created us to be. And once that identity is solid, stable, guaranteed, fixed, then from that root comes the fruit of a life that is lived unto God bringing forth fruit unto God, a life that we as men begin to love our wives like Christ loved the church. We begin to love our families just like the Father loves His children. So I pray that you take Romans 4.16 today, this week, just do some meditating, read through the end of the chapter, just pray into it, study into it, get your family involved, get your wife involved, and just allow these words that what God did by grace through faith, allow the outcome to be an inheritance, not something you work for, not something you earn, something you receive with humility and faith and trust, and allow grace then to come behind that and produce it in your life. Thanks for being a part of the Marksman Podcast. Thanks for joining the conversation today. Hope you'll hit that share button. Get some more guys around the table as we continue week by week to press towards Christ's likeness.